Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. One of the most humble and one of the most gracious men that I know, Brother Brian Meyer. He's a great man of God. Amen. And you remember we had Brother Punzel last month? Brother Meyer actually started the work in Fort Atkinson. Brother Punzel did not. Brother Meyer got it up and running and got it solid. Then then when he starts to think, you know, maybe this is pretty good. I'm on a roll here. He turns it over to somebody else and goes and starts a work in Wauwatosa. Isn't that something, that somebody would do something like that? Praise God. So they've got a good thing now going in Wauwatosa. There's a good thing going in Fort Atkinson. And brother and sister Meyer, where's sister Meyer? Sister Karen Meyer. There she is. She says shush because she's like her husband. She's a lot like sister Kylie. She hides in the kitchen and doesn't want to be noticed. But this is a great couple. Let's stand in honor of a great man of God and his wife. And welcome, Brother Meyer. God bless you. We're honored to have you with us tonight. Well, give that praise unto God tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We honor you, God. We thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. Let's remember, none of us would be here if it wasn't for him. The one common denominator, Jesus Christ, amen. Praise God. Do you love him tonight? I said, do you love him tonight? You can have to get a little loud here. I'll get a little loud if you get a little loud, amen? Tell you what, if you get excited, I'll get excited. Let me say that again. If you get excited, I'll get excited. Praise God. I tell you, you got something to be excited about, that the God of heaven came down to earth and died just for you. Praise God. Do you love him? Well, let him know now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Well, I only have one message that I know how to preach. My church is probably tired of hearing it. They hear it every week. Amen? Where's my church? Amen? Has to do with faith, has to do with fasting, has to do with prayer, and has to do with miracles. Our latest miracle, Crystal, stand up. Two weeks ago there in church, Crystal was miscarrying. Bleeding, cramps. So we prayed for her. She went to the doctor so they could confirm the miracle. You may be seated. She got to the doctor in three hours of them telling her, hey, you're miscarrying, you're miscarrying. So, okay, we're going to run some tests. Am I telling the truth? We're going to run some tests. And by the time they were done with the tests, they said, well, we don't know where the blood came from. The baby's healthy. You're healthy. Everything is fine. Brother McGuire, was that cool? Brother McGuire came all the way down from Minnesota to visit us, him and his family, and he got, to, he got to witness that. That's some pretty exciting stuff. I want to talk to you a little bit about tonight about positioning yourself for a miracle. Positioning yourself 
for a miracle. There is a place that you can put yourself and you are guaranteed a miracle. Listen, the scripture says if two or more touch anything on earth, correct me if I'm wrong, agreeing and touch anything on earth, Jesus said, my father, which in heaven shall answer that prayer. So how many in here believe the word of God? So if the word of God says it, it's a done deal, is it not, brother? It's, it's done, it's said, it's over, it is settled. So whenever there is a shall be on the scripture, what you need to do is you need to have expectation for that to happen because God moves in expectation. If you expect it and you believe it, I guarantee you God is going to do something. may not always be what you want to do or want to see happen, but I promise you. How many of you like a miracle tonight? <laughs> Brother, I've come to bring you in a position to place yourself for a miracle, even if it's just for you. I just found out about Tom Manis. Tom Manis and I are, I still hope we're friends. Are we? So you're not going to throw nothing at me? We're cool? Good. <laughs> Praise God. John chapter 11, starting with verse 19. It says, Many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Martha, and this was right after Lazarus had died, and they went and they told Jesus that Lazarus had died, and, and Jesus waited. And when he told his disciples, this, I, I love this scripture, because when Jesus was trying to explain to them that Lazarus was asleep, and they said, well, if he's sleeping, he's doing good. And Jesus finally had to come out and say, you know what? He's dead. And I am glad. What a thing for your Lord to say, huh? he, hey, you're dead, and I'm glad you're dead. Amen. When I'm, when I'm gone, I hope I'll be glad. <laughs> Other people may not be, but I'll be glad. Uh, then Martha said, uh, said, then, then said Martha unto Jesus the Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus saith unto her, my brother shall rise again. You may be seated because I'm going to be reading a little bit of scripture here. So Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believeth in me, though he be dead, shall, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall not die, or never die, believest thou this. I want to pause it, because you know, the thing is, is when I give an altar call tonight, if you don't get anything out of this, get this. When you come to the altar, because you believe, and you kneel before God in belief, the ist, the belief ist, is you need to take your belief with you when you walk out the door. You can't just come to the altar and believe for the moment that God is going to give you what you've asked. You've got to stand up and walk out and take that belief with you. Because I'm going to say it again, God moves in the spirit of expectation. And if you get up, if you believe to come, 
and you bow a knee and you believe in what you're asking God, if you get up and you take that with you and believe it out the door, I guarantee you, and you look for it and you expect it, I guarantee you God's going to do it. Praise God. Do you believe the scripture? Hallelujah. She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way, called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The Master is come, and he calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she rose quickly, came unto him, and Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. He had not moved. He had had this conversation with Martha, and she had, she had not, he had not moved. He stayed right where this conversation took place. Uh, and, as, and, and Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha had met him. The Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. And when Mary was come unto where Jesus was, she saw him and fell down at his feet, saying unto the Lord, If thou hast been, had been here, my brother had not died. And Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have ye laid him? And they said, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Now, I want, want you to notice what took place here. Martha heard Jesus was coming, ran out to meet the Lord, said unto him, if you would have been here, my brother would not be dead. Jesus, said, Jesus never told Martha to go get Mary. Jesus stood there. Martha took off, went and got Mary. Mary got excited, crying, ran, fell at the feet of Jesus, asked or said the exact same thing. If you would have been here, my brother would still be alive. And Jesus responded, to what Mary had said. Now, Martha, he did nothing. Said, I'm the resurrection. Oh, I, we know you're the resurrection. For you're going to raise him when he said, No, if you would believe that I am the resurrection. In other words, listen, if I'm the resurrection, I can raise at any time I want. I have the power, I have the means to do what's necessary here. But she didn't take it that way. She was looking into the future. But Mary, on the other hand, humbled herself. Church, fell at the feet of Jesus. And because she presented herself in the right position, it caused God to respond Lazarus was risen from the dead because of Mary's position when Mary approached him to have this conversation. The miracle was all about the position. Same question. Same thing. One got one answer and the other got the job done. 
So I'm here to tell you today that we are fact changers. Doesn't matter what the fact, I don't care what the doctors tell you. I don't care what the facts are. Crystal, we don't care what the facts are. Doesn't matter what the doctor tells you. Because the greatest thing you'll ever hear out of a doctor's mouth is, Crystal, we don't understand. Whenever a doctor says, hey, we don't understand, you can rest assured that Jesus stepped on the scene and God had taken care of the situation. Because of what it was, it is no more. Because you have changed the fact, because I'm going to say it again. If two of you can get together and two of you can believe and two of you can touch it. Hey, listen, I've said this before. If you're going to pray for me and you're not going to believe, don't lay your hands on me. Leave me alone. I want some people that have faith. I want some people that's going to believe. I want some people that are going to agree with me so we can touch this thing and take care of it and be done with it. But when I leave, I'm still going to believe. You know, just because, it, hey, listen, 10 leopards, 10 leopards, only one turned around and positioned himself. Nine were healed. One was made whole because of his position, acknowledging God, falling before God, giving God what's due to him. Listen, you better honor him. You better love him. Not just have faith, but you better believe in your heart that he is. And not only a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, but somebody, and listen, he cares about the little things too. Hey, he likes to heal cancer, but he likes to give people's jobs. Amen? Half my church can say amen. I know that Brother Jesse, every time we go on a 40-day prayer and fast, he gets a raise. Every, every time. We've got people in this sanctuary that have had their knees healed right in front of their eyes as they were praying. Courtney, stand up. Car accident right out here in front of the church. Right out here. Two years ago. Busted her knee. All swollen, black and blue. Over by Sister Pam's house, they start praying. Right there in front of their eyes, her knee shrunk and all the color came back. Why? Because two touched it, believing, and God honored the miracle. I'm not here to brag about miracles. What I am here to tell you about is you are in a position today where you can fall in front of God. And as sure as I'm standing here, I believe with all my heart, whatever it is you want, you come, I'll pray with you. And whatever it is you need God to do, I'll believe, Brother Manus, I believe that God is gonna not just heal you. All those doctors are gonna do is just confirm. What did you say to me? Gone. I agree with that. Is this okay? Amen. Am I doing all right? I don't have no fruit to take home or no vegetables, so I did bring a bag in case you threw anything at me so I could, I could have dinner. Amen? Praise God. You know, sometimes for peop the people in the world, they come into these situations, and they literally think we're crazy. Right, Brother Zenobia? They look at us like we're nuts. But the thing is, is if you could get your mind 
Settle in your mind. And set, here's where it is. Your miracle is right here. Amen? Amen? He heals knees. He heals knees. He heals knees. Hallelujah. God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. I'm asking you, God, to touch my sister right now. God, that you look down upon her, God, with compassion. God, fill her with hope and faith. God, that you touch this knee. You believe this? You believe it? Believe it with me. Oh, believe it. Oh, in Jesus' name, God, we ask. God, that you look down upon her and that you heal her. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Hey, that was pretty cool. I never chased anybody out of the sanctuary before, but there's a, there's a first for anything. What's your name? Gary. Gary, please meet you, Gary. Come here, Tom. I'm sorry, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I want to see some stuff happen tonight. You believe? Stand up. You believe? You believe? You believe? Everybody believes. Stand up right now. Hands in the air. Worship him now. Father, that in the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking you, God, to speak to them. We speak to this cancer. We command it in the name of Jesus Christ to be removed, God, from this body. God, that he be healed. Let his next God doctor's appointment just be a confirmation, God, of what you've done. Lord, you promised. You said if God, two or more, touch anything. We're touching this cancer tonight. We're speaking to this cancer. God, be true to your word. God, let your word be true. And God, let the testimony God call in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Fact changers. It does not matter what the fact is. We are the people of the name. We have the power, and we understand who to go to when we have needs. Hallelujah. Does that excite you? It excites me. Praise God. Like I said, the world looks at us like we're crazy. Here's the scripture, Matthew 18 and 19. Let me ask you again. You believe the word? Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth, touching anything. How many wanted a miracle? Keep your hands raised. Your miracle is part of anything. Touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they agree? We must agree. Behold how good and pleasant. Listen, I've come here just for one. I only got one message. And my message is if you position yourself tonight for a miracle, can you do that? Are you the church? Are you the church? So here's an interesting thing. <laughs> Jesus said, that the gates of hell should not prevail against the church, right? That word church in Greek is called ekklesias. The ekklesias 
were the people that when a nation would be conquered, the conquered nation would send in their teachers to teach those conquered people on how to live like the nation that conquered them. Those were the ecclesias. So what Jesus was saying was, my ecclesias, the gates of hell shall not prevail against my ecclesias. Are you the church? You are the ecclesias. Now that word gate is an interesting statement. It's the same gate that's used in Proverbs with the, with the, with the woman whose husband is known at the gates. Gates is a war room. It's where all the strategies are put together for battle. So in an essence, what Jesus was saying was all the strategies of hell, all of them getting together, planning to stop you. All you ecclesias, raise your hands. What Jesus was saying was all the plans of hell, all the things that they want to do cannot prevail against you. So what is the miracle you want tonight? What is the thing that you want to get from God tonight? Because I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter what the devil does. It doesn't matter what his plans are. He cannot stop you from receiving what God has already given. It's time that we stop asking for stuff from God. It's like slapping him in the face. God says, I have given you this, but yet we get on our knees and we ask him for it again. And God stands back and says, you've already got it. You have received power after the, how many of you got the Holy Ghost? Hey, do that with some excitement. How many of you got the Holy Ghost? Woo! <laughs> Tell you what, if the angels could have what you have, they'd be a lot more excited than you are. They'd be dancing. Well, they do dance and they ain't got the Holy Ghost. Amen. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to believe. We're going to believe. We're going to believe. Ist. Right out the door. How you doing, brother? What's your name? Dennis. Dennis. Can I pray for you? Sure. Hallelujah, God. While we all stand, the most important part of the service is the altar call. Everything we, everything we do leads up to us positioning ourselves in a place for God to do what God has shown up to do. God looks for a place to dwell. Did you know that there's only one thing that covers God? And all you Bible scholars know this. There's only one thing that covers God. Worship. He dwells in worship. What if we could approach God instead of crawling 
come to an altar and maybe with a little bit of praise and a little bit of worship and a little bit of honoring Jesus for who he is and what he is able. He's able to, hey, whatever you're thinking right now, he's able to do above that. You can't possibly conceive what Jesus is about to do for some of you in this, this sanctuary right now. If you think you gave God enough praise for him to dwell here, God is not gonna show up just to occupy a seat. He's not gonna show up just to take up space. When Jesus shows up in the house, he shows up to do something. Are you gonna position yourself to be the person that Jesus had come to do something for? In front of him, approaching him with worship and praise and honor. Do I have any believers in the house tonight? Is he a miracle worker or is he not? Is God able, God, to meet your needs? We're going to open this altar in just a few minutes. Don't leave until you get what you come for this altar for. Have the attitude of the woman with the issue of blood. Crawled through the crowd just to grab hold of his garment. Grab hold of his garment tonight and don't leave. Don't leave until you get. Why'd you come? Why did you come? Did you come just to sing some songs and feel good? Or did you come to get a hold of God and have something in your life change? You don't have to leave here the same way you walk through those doors. You can leave changed. You can leave different. You can leave with whatever you brought in. You can leave it right here at the altar. And you do not have to carry it out again. If you're bound by a chain, and you bring that ball and that chain up to this altar, don't just pray to be released. Ask for the key. So he can leave the ball in the chain here and you don't have to drag it back out when you walk out this door. Your miracle is here. Church, your miracle is here. Come on, Wobotosa. I can't even begin to tell you how many miracles we have seen and experienced experienced this isn't the Philippines it's not Africa little old Wauwatosa, Wisconsin the whole 20 and a half of us little Jay our half Jay the preacher praise God because we believe when you ask us to pray we just believe. Hey, I'm not very smart. When I read the scripture, I can't dissect it. And I can't give you 15 different angles or meanings about it. I can just tell you what it says. And I believe God. I believe God for me. And I believe God for you. And whatever you come to this altar asking, I am going to believe with you. 
And I know for thou shadow doubt, if you expect, don't ask amiss. Don't ask just because everybody's coming to the altar and you think it's the right thing you should do because everybody else is doing it. Come believing. And leave a believist out the door. Take it with you. Look for it. Expect it to happen. And I promise you, God is true to his word. He will not let you down. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. Father, this is, Jesus, this is what you show up for. God, in a situation just like this, I'm asking you, God, to move upon the hearts of each and every person in this sanctuary tonight. God, I'm asking you to touch their minds, God. God, if there be any unbelief, God, I'm asking you to remove it. I release faith, God. I release belief onto this congregation today, God. Jesus, that they would come to an altar, God, with an open heart and an open mind, believing whatever they shall ask. God, that you are, that you'll honor it. Let them grab a hold of somebody. Let them come to the altar by twos and by threes. God, whatever it takes, God, that they stand together. God, praying for the things, God, that they are seeking. I believe with all my heart and with all my mind, God, there are people going to leave here tonight change. Why? Because you are God. You are the miracle worker. God, I believe in you. I put my faith in you. I'm asking you, God, to release that upon this congregation. Let them believe that whatever they ask and whatever they touch shall be done unto them. Let the testimonies, God, roll tomorrow of all the things, God, that you had done tonight. God, that it may, God, enhance this church and affect this community. Father, that you would move freely. Take your liberty here tonight, God. Touch your people. God, anoint them. Sanctify them. Wash them. Cleanse them, God. Lead them. Direct them. Guide them, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I love you tonight. I honor you, and I praise you with everything I have, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Praise God. The altar's open. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262 965 5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.